This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Brian, after the game, we were all hanging around, waiting by the locker room, seeing if we we're going to get a, a Jerry Jones quote or two. Were Jerry you lurking not, again? You were lurking? We were. We were just, at, you know, they opened up the locker and uh, they were telling us, like, come on in. And, and we're like, all right, just one sec. We're going yeah. to hang for a sec because uh, I'm sure you've been down there by the locker. Oh, yeah. Before, yeah. before they open up the locker, you always get the doors swinging wildly open when Jerry just comes out and is like, you know. He announces his presence with that wild, you know, door opening. It's but like you're going into a saloon at the in the old exactly. west. Exactly, that's exactly what sheriff it's like. comes walking into into the saloon. Doors open, everybody turns their head back and looks, and and so he we didn't get that. And then when the locker opened, everybody's like, "Well, let's just hang around, see if he comes out." And uh, he did not. He he never came to talk to us, but Stephen Jones did. Yeah. And so uh, a few of us were hanging around Stephen Jones. We've got some of the audio there, uh, and we'll we'll talk about some of that here. First clip here from Stephen Jones. We've got a handful of them. Uh, Stephen talking about how they will approach these next couple days leading up to the cutdown. We'll be trimming our roster. The guys who know, know, which is, you know, most guys probably know where they stand. It's time to go to work and get ready for Tampa. That's what we're the most worried about. But the cutdown's the cutdown. We'll deal with that. What were your tough Make good decisions. What were your tough decisions? That, I mean, secondary, running back. Yeah, I wouldn't get it. Can't tell you that, Clarence. Come on, man. <laughs> Y'all know where they are. I mean, everybody, uh, everybody knows kind of who's there. I mean, it'll be one of the harder cuts we've had in a while. Boy, he reminded me of Brian Broaddus oh, there. Oh, how about that? That was, very, that was very like me in 1998 getting ready for the draft. You can it take it if you want. Just I, 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 I press needed, conference. <laughs> I needed to pull it, and we're going to pull it and play for next press conference. I forgot, but Brian uh, – gave his press conference when he was running the draft for the Eagles in 98. And, yeah. and Brian famously said, it's no mystery. You guys know what we need. Yeah. And uh, that's exactly what Steven basically said. You guys know where the tough cut downs are. And uh, I think <laughs> that there is clearly defensive line running back. Uh, some of the areas like that. Um, and while running back's a tough cut down, he, he shot a straight a little bit. I didn't pull this clip. Um, but when Champlin's injury got brought up, he was like, yeah, that was tough. He's like, um, I don't think we had any injuries tonight that affect our 53, though. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, clearly saying, like, Champlin's not going to be on the 53. Champlin, he played, I mean, the kid played That's as cool. hard as he could play. He he found a way to uh, to to be noticed. I mean, that the, the toughness he ran with, I, I was super impressed with him. Yeah, absolutely. And, and showed up a lot of the preseason. So did a lot of the running backs. And that reference to, you, you know, when we talk about the running back position maybe being a tougher cut down, Malik Davis did play. Rico Dowdle did not. And there might take- be something wrong with Rico Dowdle we need to figure out, by the way. Well, you can take that a couple different ways. Is he injured? Is that, he that's yeah. I think I think there's something going on there, Bobby. I, and I need to darn it. I and I needed to I didn't get back on that. But there 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 I believe there's something that was going on with him that kept him out of that football game. We've got Running back and defensive line that are probably the toughest cut down areas, and there were two notable guys sitting out, Rico Dowdle 
and then Terrell Basham. Yeah. And to me, you then go, okay, is this an injury or is this – We're not going to play and cut you kind of a thing? You're, you're sitting out because you're on the roster or yeah. you're sitting out because we don't want to injure you because we're about to trade you like they did right. to Sharpe Ward where they kept him out of the last game. Or or you release them and they're vested veteran guys. I, I don't know about uh, Rico, but, yeah. That that's, needs to be. Yeah, see, that's the thing you worry about is having it. But uh, I, I need to – Darn it, I'm mad at myself now because that was something I, I I had heard there was something that we need to check on, and I should have done that before we came on air today. So you're a uh, you're a guy who is Davis over Dowdle, though, correct? I am for keeping three, yes. Yeah, but I would am. you be in favor of keeping four? I would rather keep four running backs than, three, than four tight ends. Does that make any sense? It does, because, again, we talk about injuries that seem to happen right at the end of camp. I think Sean McEwen's got a chance that he's not on the roster, that he gets stashed away on IR. Uh, yeah. so but Peyton Hendershot, by the way, Peyton Hendershot the other night shows up again, flashes a couple times, and uh, you want to talk about playing with a little S in your neck, like you mentioned earlier with Will Greer. There's a little bit of that with Hendershot, too, I think. Yeah, there is. and. But, man, the All-22 came out, and so I was watching him pretty close. Uh-huh. I mean, like, every time he was in their block, there's some S in the neck, but there's also some just not quite getting it done yet. You know? Not it, strong enough. Yeah, I mean, it, it was the effort, uh, the the positioning not great. The effort is the effort's great. The positioning of the you know, the feet and the hands and all that something he's got to work on a little bit. But for the most part, man, he fights his rear off to try and get those blocks. It's just I purposely watched him because Seattle did a pretty good job of kind of containing their running game, and it was a little bit more of a difficult. It was some tough sledding, as we used to say in scouting. But uh, yeah, he 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 had some really good moments blocking, and then others where you were like going, "Oops." That's not very good. So that's what the old 22 showed. Uh, Stephen Jones uh, was talking about uh, the letter was asked about the left tackle position. This is probably the most noteworthy quote coming out of uh, his postgame discussion. This is the one that got uh, the most, I think, you know, coverage on Twitter and things like that. He was asked about how they plan uh, to address this left tackle position with Tyron Smith's injury. Well, the good news is we addressed it in the draft. From the get-go, we said, you know, he's our future left tackle. So just might be the future, maybe sooner and later. Um, like for Dak, five years ago, six years ago, whatever it was, he had to step up and Tony got hurt. And they didn't go get a veteran quarterback, plugged him in. And, and I think the group as a whole has got a lot of confidence in, you know, our five guys we got. And then I thought, well, let's go did a nice job tonight. Tom, did you get any snaps at the left tackle in the preseason or training? Where he played in college. I mean, he, it's not foreign to step out there and be left tackle. And that's why we kept him on the left side, because there's a lot of things that go hand in hand. And that's why it was important to, you know, really work him over there rather than move him over to right tackle or uh, left side. Works good, and we'll see. But, you know, and totally made the final decision exactly what we're going to do. But beginning of the week, we'll have made that call. Boy, that sounds to me like Tyler Smith's just starting left tackle, even though he says well, we haven't made the decision. Yeah, I mean, what happened during the draft? They called him a left side player. You know, everybody just uh, – I think there would be a lot less questions about the position or the change if he, in fact, had played some left tackle during preseason. 
or if, if he, he was, had, or if he had yeah. been the guy at left guard. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. I mean, you're right because there are questions like, well, how the hell does McGovern beat him out? That kind of thing. Or, you know, if they would have just if they would have just played the plan. Now, Bobby, we might be in a situation where. You know, there were some assignments that might not have been right. That's something, you know, when you when you don't play a guy at another spot. Never with Micah Parsons, they kept throwing stuff at him last year because he wasn't busting. He, he wasn't handled he handled it. He would go rush the passer. He'd go play in coverage. He'd go play, you know, linebacker snaps, whatever he had to do, but he wasn't busting. The minute you start throwing a lot at a rookie player and he can't handle it, he starts to short circuit a little bit. Then you're worried about, uh oh, do we lose this guy for both positions? You know, do we, you know, where are we at? So I, I wonder if we're going to hear, and, and maybe we won't, but I wonder if we're going to hear if there was a little bit of like they were worried about him with total assignments. Uh, and they wanted to make sure that just playing left guard was the right place for him to get those reps. Well, and and to the point of, well, if he couldn't even beat out McGovern, because McCarthy told us, you know, if the season started to get today, it'd be Connor McGovern starting at left guard. Uh, I'd just like to point out that... Well, that's because Tyler Smith is hurt right now, well, right? You, you could take it literal to mean if the season literally started today, Tyler Smith. I want to believe that. That's what I want to believe. I don't know oh, if anybody else wants to believe that with me. Here's the other thing. You were sitting in the booth. You probably heard this. The coaches show, he told Brad Cham flat out, Matt Willetsko starting at left tackle tonight. And yeah. they went out there and Matt Willetsko did not start at left. So Mike McCarthy is lying about who's starting at left tackle in the third preseason game. I don't know that we can always trust him saying, well, if the season started today, this guy would be our left guard. I'm still convinced Tyler Smith would have been starting week one at left guard if Tyler, if Tyron. I, I want to believe that too, but heck, I've been wrong a lot before in my life. Speaking of uh, Matt, well, let's go, who I, I think you and I both agree did a pretty solid job. Amazing. Limited Amazing. we've seen. He just got back yeah. in pads this week. Uh, Matt, well, let's go, uh, was a topic of conversation for Stephen Jones, who we just referenced there a little bit, said he thought he did a nice job. Here's what Stephen had to say. He's wired the right way. I mean, I think he understands the game. I don't think it's too big for him. You know, we'll just have to see with the injury. I mean, that's a tricky injury he's got. We knew he had it coming out where I was wide open and knew what he had. And obviously, if, the, you know, if it were to come out again, then it's, a, you know, probably a little more problematic in terms of, not problematic. You just have to fix it. So uh, the they're still, it sounds like, trying to figure out does he need surgery or not for that? Uh, what is it? The subluxation of his. That's of what his it is. Yep. So sure. something that he he apparently had back to North Dakota, as even just reference. And I know that uh, when you had kind of asked around a little bit about things, that was similar to what you heard. Absolutely. Yeah. That's uh, when you watched him play. You knew he had a little bit of an injury history when it came to that shoulder. And it just so happened that it, you know, that it popped out on him during a practice. And they, you know, the one number one thing is like they had to determine where can you go in there and fix it, tighten it up, do all those things. And they determined that it just needed rest. That was surprising to me that he played. And I say wow. that because I was thinking, okay, here's one of those fix the soul, uh, keep him active for a day, maybe bring him back you know, kind of a roster manipulation things. I just, you know, I just kind of feel like that, man, that was, that was just a kid toughing it out. And, 
you know, he finds his way under the 53 man roster by doing that, you know, so good for him. You know, Hey, uh, Hey Bobby, I did get an update. I reached out. I reached out to somebody about, uh, about Rico. Yep. And uh, the word I got was just being smart with him. So, so does that sound like a guy who's on the roster to you? I think so. Kind of sounds like that. So, uh, Man, you know, maybe they're going to run with four. You know, man, I, I would. It's hard. To, it's going to be. I mean, I, if, if, if Paul Todd Archer, okay, Archer will tell you. Ah, uh, there's every team has a Davis. Every there's Davises all over the. You know, sure. Mike Mike Bassett, who I work with. Ah, oh, there's Davises everywhere. You know, and you know they could be right. They absolutely. You know, oh, there's Rico Dowdles. There's you know, they could be right. But man, when you watch a guy just give it his all and and, you know, fight his way on the team. And, man, that that was – I'd love to have Davis. I, I, battle, I mean, see, the thing about Davis is when you watch him play, he's also the personal protector. And that used to be the Noah Brown job too, personal protector. So, okay, well, if Davis is playing special teams, if he's on the team, is does he take over the Noah Brown spot there? You know, because Noah Brown might be playing, you know, more snaps. Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot going on there, but yeah, it just got word and I'm glad I reminded myself, but uh, the quote I got was just being smart with him. So there you go. So uh, one of the other questions here in the wake of the Tyron Smith injury is about how much this team may be working the phones. We've heard it's an internal candidate in all likelihood. And like I say, from the way that Stephen Jones talks there, that sounds like the plan is Tyler Smith. It is. Yeah. And it, what is it's what else it's it's it they have no choice they have and no it, choice now and it cannot be josh ball and, no. and I, I was stunned going back to well let's go i was stunned that with the limited amount of reps was he was amazing better to me than josh ball at left hey, if you want to if you want to say if you want to kind of fault well let's go for some stuff he will catch some blocks now he is yep. not this strong he will catch some blocks and you know he got driven a couple different times but no worse than what we've seen with you know, Terrence Steele and guys like that. So for him not practicing at really at all and going out there and playing, I think it's pretty amazing to be honest with you. Steven Jones, uh, final clip here, asked about how much they may be working the phones in the wake of Tyron Smith's injury. We always do that. That's a no-brainer. And you're always fielding calls and checking around and looking around. But it's, you know, offensive line's a tough spot in this league right now. My guys out there that just uh, can can step in. Connor McGovern's been coming, and you know he's look at him as a starter type offensive lineman in this league. And (laughs) Tyler Smith, number one, you don't find a lot of guys out there just that can step in and do better than Tyler. Okay, that you don't find a lot of guys out there that can step in and do better than Tyler. I don't know how much clearer, even with him saying we haven't made the decision yet, I don't know how much clearer they can say Tyler Smith is starting at left. Yeah. Well, okay. th- yeah, this is what we're doing, Bobby. We're gonna we're gonna start Tyler Smith. We're gonna start him against Tampa in week one. We're gonna talk about it all week. We're gonna talk about it for the next however long until the Tampa game. About that. And we're gonna talk about the matchups and stuff like that. But they're also, like you said, they're also working the phones. I feel like they've got some surplus. They've got some surplus at defensive line which some people don't have very good defensive tackles or defensive ends. feel like they've got a surplus at safety, to be honest with you. You know, 
that, that's, you know, that's kind of something that a lot of teams don't have safeties. So, you know, those are a couple of spots that if you were, a, if you were a, uh, heck, I mean, do you find a way to trade Will Greer? You know, that's, that's something, you know, could, could a quarterback get you back? Some of these teams are struggling right now with their, their health of their, their team. Look at Carolina right now. Sure. You know, I mean, they, it, it's, I'm sure they're, they're thinking about it right now, but maybe you have some surplus and maybe it will, maybe it will get you if you could flip a guy, you know, one of these positions for an offensive lineman. But right now it's going to be Tyler Smith. And what they're going to probably do is wait till after the first game. And then you go get a veteran guy, whether that's, uh, you know, Jason Peters, whether that's, uh, whether that's uh, Eric Fisher, you know, somebody like that. They still be working on trading for a guy, you know, they're, uh, you know, I, I, people were whispering about the name Walker Little from Jacksonville, you know, and talking to Jacksonville, they love Walker Little there. You know, the general manager there absolutely loves him, but you know, there might be a possibility that, you know, you could, you could pry him away from Jacksonville. It might cost you something, but there's a second year offensive lineman that would be a pretty decent guy to go get. A guy in Walker Little that the Cowboys uh, thought well of when he's coming out of Stanford. Sure did, yeah. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.